comparing yourselves to others and where everybody else, quote unquote, is, is the last thing that will help you to get to that next level. Welcome to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast with Mariana C. Ruiz, the podcast for the go-getter mom entrepreneur who refuses to let motherhood slow her down from achieving success and making an impact. Tune in Mondays to learn the success secrets of top influencers who also happen to be moms so that you can reach the success, freedom, and impact you desire. This episode of the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast is brought to you by my Freedom Coaching Program. Are you serious about making a full-time living with your business? Then get ready to implement the strategies that get you real results in less time. I will support you 110% for six months to create a business that has real results and real profits. In just six months, you'll have a business that's consistently generating leads, making an impact online, and bringing in cash to not only support the business itself, but also to support your family, all from the comfort of your own home, so that you have the freedom to spend as much or as little time with your children as you want to. And not just that, I have had clients who have gone from a brand new business idea to paying clients in just three weeks as well as clients who've had their first 5K month within the first month of working together. So if this sounds like something that would benefit you, head on over to marianacruiz.com and click on the work with me tab. There you'll find all of the information about the program as well as a link to my scheduling app so that you can go ahead and schedule a time to see if working together would be a good fit for both of us. So head on over to marianacruiz.com and click on the work with me tab. Okay, now back to the show. Welcome back to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. This is season two. And today we're going to be talking about something that I think is so, so important and something that I see a lot of people struggling with. And it's all about comparison-itis. It is comparing yourself chronically to other people in either a similar niche or space as you or other people who are doing like huge things that we think are huge. They're so much further ahead of us and we're not sure like what's wrong with our business. And I'm going to dig into like why that is and kind of how to fix this and how to not go into comparisonitis and also like why it's one of the most fatal things that you can do in your business when you're trying to manifest something and when you're trying to build something. Okay. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to the last episode, which was episode 14 in season one. And there I talked about how I kind of changed my goal setting that I was going to do for this year, because I'm very like highly goal oriented. And if that goal isn't really being met in the way that I had planned, like to the T, then I can get really hard on myself. And I know that that's a thing with the high achievers, which is probably you if you're listening to the podcast. And so I shared like how I kind of softened that and how it didn't really matter that I didn't reach my 
exact monetary goal, like being 80% up to my goal was still huge and gave me the freedom, which is ultimately what I wanted when I set that goal. So I think that's a really important topic here as we're in the beginning of the year and we're getting into, you know, a lot of you have had set the New Year's resolutions and how everything's going to be different this year. And it's kind of an alignment with the comparisonitis topic, but that one is more about comparing yourself to like what you want to be. And so if that is something that you're struggling with right now, please go back and listen to that. And I strongly, strongly encourage you to look at the reasons why you're setting the goals you're setting for yourself. And if you want it because of the feeling or if you want that specific number for a specific reason. Okay, so let's dig right into the comparison-itis topic. So let me start with talking about why this is so fatal in your business. And it's absolutely fatal because if you know about manifesting and what manifesting is, is to actually start to feel really good now so that you can create that reality that you want. And so if you follow law of attraction or if you have worked with manifesting before, you know that it's really important to start to feel good now and comparing yourselves to others and where everybody else, quote unquote, is, is the last thing that will help you to get to that next level that you want. It's going to be the thing that's going to hold you back from achieving what you want to achieve. And so, That's why comparisonitis is so toxic and it's also really detrimental. I also think that we make a huge mistake by comparing ourselves to others in business specifically who are in a completely different phase of business than we are. And this is something that happens especially when you're starting out because it looks, quote unquote, so easy, right? If somebody has, anyone could build a landing page, anybody. And, you know, you just get the software and you build it. And what looks simple on the outside actually has a lot of pre-planning and a lot of work behind the scenes. And you don't know the experience that somebody has behind their belt or whatever the term is for that. You don't know if they outsource that, if they hired a professional copywriter, if they hired like the top copywriter in their industry, right? Like we don't really know that. And so I think it's really unfair for us to compare ourselves to other people in business when we don't know where they are in their business and we're definitely not where they are, right? So like an example I like to give because when I first started, like Amy Porterfield, she's like, she just like is this wonderful like role model and I've taken some of her courses. I've followed her for a while and I always thought like, well, how come her stuff sells? Like how come she has a million dollar launch, right? And like I launch and I can't even like sell a handful, like what's wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with you, right? There's nothing wrong with you. You are in the beginning. And I'm sure that when she was in the beginning, her business looked very different than it does now, right? And then it also, when you factor in like the experience and the behind the scenes that she had working for Tony Robbins and some of the other like really big names that she worked with, 
then it makes so much sense that she was able to grow so much more quickly, right? Because she had that experience behind her belt. And we've talked about it before on the podcast, and it's all about success is 10 years in the making. So what is your last 10 years and how can you pull from that and use that for where you are today? You may not have gotten to work with Tony Robbins, but you have something else that is so valuable. You have something else, another experience that is so valuable that you can bring to the table today that you may have been overlooking this entire time. So I encourage you to explore that. And you can do that through journaling and through asking really great questions and through asking your friends and family, asking yourself some questions and sitting there and reflecting on that. One of the exercises I did when I really first started this business is that I actually wrote down like all of my work experience, like including, you know, my very, very, very first job. Like, I mean, it was so not part of being an entrepreneur. I worked at Tim Hortons, which is like a donut shop. Okay. That was my very first like job. And I even wrote that down because I had valuable lessons there. And so what I did is I wrote everything down and I like looked at what did I enjoy? What was I good at? And what did I learn? And more what did I learn about myself? Like one of the things I learned about myself in that job is that I love high paced and like the fast moving stuff, right? Like we had like, I think it was like a minute to get somebody through the drive through. And like, that was like really invigorating to me. And from there, I was able to go into ICU setting, which was a very similar setting. Now I have that with my children, so I don't need to recreate that. (laughs) But at any rate, where are the things that you like and where are your strengths and what is inside of you already that you can draw from? So I would love for you to do that as your first experience. So now let's move into the tips for overcoming comparison-itis because I think so many of us have struggled with this at one point or another. And I really want to get into some like quick tips for you on that. I have six altogether. So hold on one second. Okay, so I have five tips for how to combat comparisonitis besides the one that we just talked about, which I really hope that you pause this podcast and go do that exercise with a sheet of paper and just write about your past experiences and what your last 10 years brings to your business today that you might not be tapping into. Okay, so let's go into the five tips. The very first one is focus on your why. I am a huge proponent of having a big why. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that. And this is why. This is really like one of the aspects that makes it so much easier in business is if you have a big why that is bigger than yourself, if it's bigger than your family, it's like it's you serving others. That is the key to having a why that's bigger than yourself. Because when it's no longer about you and the things that you want, it becomes so much easier to move past crap like this. 
But when it's how can I get my family to stay? How do I support my family so that I can stay home with them and so that I can pay my bills and so that I can blah, 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 whatever it is that you might be saying to yourself right now, that's really difficult to operate a business in that mindset. And I also think it hurts you not just like because you're not focusing on serving your potential clients, but it also makes it really hard to like when things go wrong, you make it about you when it's really not about you at all. It never is. When something goes wrong, it's really like let's say a launch fails that has nothing to do with you. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It doesn't mean you aren't great at selling. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that this was not the right launch at the right time to the right people. That's it. it has nothing to do with you. And so when you shift that to service, you can start to say, well, who is this product good for? Or how can I serve these people that I already have better? Or how can I shift the conversation to help them? Because that's ultimately what you want to do with your business is help somebody else, right? And if not, then I don't know if I can really help you too much in your business, but everything is helping somebody else. Like, and if you switch that mindset, right, to even like the man who invented the coaster warmers at Starbucks, you know, like you get that little piece of paper that goes around your cup. Like that was really helpful because that no longer burns your hand. So no matter what your business is, you might think like, but my thing doesn't really help others. It sure does. It solves a problem for somebody. And that's why people buy it because it solves a problem. So therefore it's helping somebody. So I don't want you to diminish the ability for you or your business to help somebody. That is ultimately what you can do with your business. So focus on your why and have a why that's bigger than you. That's going to help you to avoid the comparisonitis. Number two, remove people that can trigger you. So what is triggering? Triggering is if you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody or you find yourself feeling down about yourself because of somebody else's success, that is a trigger. And I want you to, number one, remove somebody if it's like somebody that's chronically triggering you. Or number two, like what if you softened it and what if you thought like instead of why can't I get that, just merely shifting it to the mere fact that they were able to do that means that I can do that too. And when you shift that, you start to see everybody else's success as a really good thing for you because it's evidence to you that you can create that same level of success in your life and in your business. So if you're being triggered a lot, it's a good opportunity for you to start to explore the beliefs that you have in your life and then how you can kind of heal those so that you can see them as and see them, meaning see other people's success as an opportunity for you 
to also create the same success. And that's really what the goal is of this podcast. That's why I interview these people who have built million dollar businesses, because I want you to see that it is absolutely possible for you. I also want to teach you like their lessons because they had a few lessons up their sleeve once they learned that they learned along the way. And I also want you to see that through the business, you can get the freedom that you desire. I think a great example for that is Snow Saxman. She built a multi, I think multi seven figure business. And she sees her kids, like she even talked about on the podcast, how she has like breakfast, lunch and dinner with them. I mean, how awesome is that? And Kelly Roach, she built a million a seven figure business and retired her husband who helps her with her child. And how beautiful is that, that they can have that type of relationship and they support each other. So what I want you to switch the mindset is from why can't I have that to that is proof that I can have that. And of course, like I said, remove yourself from people that are like really triggering you. And I think like for me personally, some of the people that triggered me a little bit more were like people who start at the same time as me and I feel like they're getting ahead faster. And then in reality, they're really not like we're all really at about the same pace. (laughs) And so again, it's like more your own perception of things. And so kind of switch the mindset around that. Okay, tip number three, keep yourself busy. So if you keep yourself busy, you're focusing on your launches, you're focusing on your content, you're focusing on the things that you're creating, you no longer have the time to look at what everybody else is doing. And I think this time in the new year is a really good time for you to focus on your own projects, especially because some people are coming out with some really cool big things right now. And that can either be very triggering or it can make you feel like you're playing small and only you can tell if you're playing small for yourself. But if you're doing a little bit more than you did last year or you're going bigger in your own way, that's not thinking small. So I'm all about dreaming big. I'm also all about comparing yourself to how you were yesterday and not comparing yourself to other people. So keep yourself busy. I guess I added some extra tips in there (laughs) that are similar. Tip number four, realize that the grass is not always greener on the other side. So this is, if you've ever worked in a corporate job, you totally get this. In a corporate job, I used to work in the neuro ICU. And one of the things that I would think is like, oh my God, the surgical ICU, they have it made. Their doctors are so this, they're that, their patients are so calm and they're whatever. And then we would float there, which is floating is like you would be reassigned to go there for like a day. It wasn't a permanent assignment, but you would have to go there and cover if they were short or something. And then I would be like, oh, it's really not really that much better. It's really just about the same. So the grass is not always greener on the other side. And you probably have some examples of that. And it it might not even be that it's the same, but they have their own set of things. So if the thing in one unit was the doctors, the thing in the other unit is the, I don't know, the nurse's aide. I don't know. But I'm just saying 
you have your own set of pros and cons no matter what you're doing. And when you start to like lean into that and start to just appreciate with gratitude the beautiful parts, it starts to diminish those cons a little bit. It starts to like soften that. And that can be really, really powerful. Tip number five is mindset, mindset, mindset. So you've heard me talk about my mindset tool bag, which I think is really, really important. And basically what it is, if you're not familiar with it, it's just a few things that I do every morning and I don't do like the same 20 things every single morning, but I have a bunch of different tools that I can tap into depending on what I feel I need that day. And I always do my mindset practice in the morning before the children wake up, before I hear the first mom of the day, because once that happens, like I have to go serve my children. (laughs) And so when you take the time out to take care of you first, it allows you to actually give more to your clients, give more to your children to give more to your spouse, your loved ones, your parents, whoever is in your life, your friends. So when you think about it that way, taking care of yourself and self-care really is the most selfless thing that you can do. And so taking that time in the morning, taking the space you need, maybe midweek or midday to meditate, to do EFT tapping, or maybe it's going to get your nails done. I actually, I know one coach who said like her thing is getting her nails done. And like, if she gets her nails done, she knows she's doing really well. And so that's like one of the things she's like, I can find $12 and 45 minutes every other week to get my nails done. So whatever that is for you, that feels really good, that feels like a treat, that feels like you're loving yourself and coming from a place of love for yourself, do that. For me, it's always been more of the internal stuff. Like I said, the meditation, the EFT, yoga, that kind of thing. But for other people, it can be massages and more extravagant things. I also was talking to somebody in a Facebook group about how when I want to be even more loving to myself and really treat myself more, I'll change the way I do something. So I journal pretty much every day. But if I want to do it extra special, I might like put on a diffuser, like maybe some soft music in the background, dim the lights and like have it be real like nice, right? And like do it in a different spot, like with a warm, soft, plush blanket. And like, how much does that change in experience? First of all, let me remind you that is free and that you can tap into at any point in your day or life. And it changes the experience so much from sitting down at a desk to journal to like this lavish, lush experience. And so how can you change that so that the things that you're doing to treat yourself feel more luxurious without really spending any much more money, but it's really just creating an experience for yourself of self-love. Okay. So I've kind of digressed down that line, (laughs) down that path, but so I'm just going to recap the five tips to help you get over comparisonitis. Tip number one, focus on your why and have that why be bigger than you. Tip number two, completely remove the people that can trigger you and heal the reason that they're triggering you. 
That's kind of a two-step. Tip number three, keep yourself busy. If you stay in your own lane, it's really hard to see what everybody else is doing. Tip number four is realize that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Tip number five is do your mindset practice, create some sort of space for yourself to love on yourself and really take care of you first. And so that is it for today. Have an awesome, awesome day. In next week's episode, I'm going to be talking with Jessica Ely, who helps moms who want to actually move through some of this mindset blocks and the things that hold us back. And she has a absolutely amazing stance about how to start to look for answers within you. She has a great story about that and a mistake that she made that she shares with us. And I'm really excited to share that episode with you because I think so much of this whole comparison game and looking for information, what we're doing is we're actually looking outside of ourselves for the answers that are already within us. And it can be a little bit of a struggle for some of us handries to tap into that intuitive side. And if that's you, then you're definitely going to want to listen to that episode next week. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get the updates for next week. Okay. Have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. By reviewing the show, it allows us to reach more moms to help them grow their businesses. So head on over there, leave us an honest rating, and I can't wait to catch up with you there. By the way, every single week, I'm going to select one winner who leaves a review and you'll be able to get a free strategy session with me in this 20 minute laser focus session. You'll get the information that you need to move your business to the next level of success that you desire. Have an awesome day.